Hello, welcome. This is episode nine of Hamil Talk with Hayden and Emily Hamilton. We have a special episode today. Uh, Emily and I have talked about it in the past. Yes, here I'm here. About how, I guess it's mainly me that that have wanted to have guests on our podcast. He's been talking about it since before we made our first podcast. Yes, you want to guess immediately? <laughs> yes. So today. Um, it's a couple that we have talked about in previous episodes. Uh, my my best friend, Austin Oliver, and his wife, Kimmy, Ol- Kimmy Oliver. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. That was weird coming out of my mouth. That sounds hot. Uh, they have joined us today on this episode of Hamilton Talk. Yeah. Hello, guys. Hello. <laughs> we are very happy to be here. <laughs> I cannot describe how honored I feel to be chosen for this. So thank you. Yeah, you are some of our some of our most loyal audience members. <laughs> some of the people that used to share our podcast on your Facebooks were very we very much appreciate you too. Um so I guess to get this going, would you like to ask the first question? Okay, yeah, we're just gonna ask some questions to them because we love them and it's fun. So, Austin. How long have you known Hayden? Explain your relationship with Hayden. Like, give us the, the you know, TLDR, very shortened version, because there's a lot. Um, yeah, we we actually knew each other, I think, since we were eight, because... Um, I think I was seven, actually. Seven? Yeah, oh. I'm a little older than you. Um, but we were both in, like, second grade, and we met at a Cleveland youth wrestling practice. And, um, yeah, I just remember seeing this, like, super scrawny, <laughs> white-headed blonde kid. I mean, who's not scrawny when they're in second grade? What do you mean? I mean, I was scrawny, too. We were, like, the same exact <laughs> size. Um, and we were actually practice partners the first day we met, and we were both, like, weeping on each other because neither of us liked wrestling. And I think um, our friendship was originally founded on Tears. how much we disliked what we were doing. <laughs> a, a mutual hatred yeah. or something. I, I have never actually told you this. this. This may be offensive to you. And if my mom is listening, she may be upset that I tell you this. Is this the poop thing? Did I already tell you this? Yes. <laughs> I, think, I think you told me a couple of years ago. And yes, I was offended. Yeah. So anyways... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we met when we were in second grade at a wrestling practice, and uh, I do not remember this at all. <laughs> and so Austin and Kimmy, when they got married a few months ago, right, mm-hmm. um, I can't even remember how this brought, was brought up with my mom, but I was just talking about, like, if I'm the best man, if I have to give a speech, what would I talk about? And then she just brought up about how when I first met and wrestled with Austin in practice, what I said about him when I came home from practice that day was how he smelled like poop. <laughs> and what's what's crazy is I feel like that's something that I would remember. If, if he, yeah, that he smelled like poop. I'm wrestling a poopy guy. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah, we've been friends for a long time, like mm. close friends. And so even went to college together. And so it's a fun episode, yeah. fun, fun friends. We love each other. Yeah, um, that's over 10 years. Yeah. Almost. Eight, oh, it might be. 18 years? Yeah. 
That's a long time because we went to college time. together. We're yeah. roommates for a time. Yeah, careful doing quick math though, because yeah, I could be wrong. I always mess up math. Anyways, <laughs> I think of that something else that we could elaborate on is you two as a couple. You have an interesting story, um, like most couples do. But how about Kimmy? You elaborate a little bit on how you two met. Maybe the process of your relationship starting ultimately to culmination of marriage and where you are today. Yeah, that's super easy. Um, <laughs> it's a quick story. Yes, yeah. super quick. Very simple. <laughs> so we met in college. We both went to Tennessee Tech in Cookville, same as Hayden. Mm. And we both were actually on a group date our freshman year of college. That ne- I was on it. Yeah, that neither one of us remembers the other person being there so that's when we met must have been but I don't remember that day at all I mean I remember the day I I just remember all of the other friends like Mm. Hayden um one of our friends CJ I even remember I think Elena and Emily were both there yep I don't remember you at all. Yeah. I even remember that you guys were taking pictures on like hay bales and stuff. Like I remember vividly memories from that day. I don't remember you. She made a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole Huge date. Huge first impression. Yeah. That whole date ultimately was the whole story in itself. Because yes. I remember it was awesome. Group dates, first of all, is just a really strange thing that we did in college and our mm-hmm university ministry that was weird and still is weird to this day but (laughs) for sure so basically a group of guys would ask a group of girls to go on a date and that's what it was Mm -hmm. and yeah emily is cringing right now (laughs) like i'm sure multiple people listening to it may be cringing but uh so we had like four guys right yes it was something like that but the there were two dudes i think we had five but regardless will peterman was there as well yeah and so we drove three cars and so two a group of guys and group of girls were in two of the cars, and Austin and I were in his truck, and we had to go pick up a bunch of wood pallets from Lowe's because we were going to do a bonfire. <laughs> and so we so we did not even meet any of these girls for like the f- first two hours of the group date because we had, you know, 15 pallet, wood pallets in the bed <laughs> of his truck, and then it was raining, and the place we were going to, the gate was locked, and it was locked for like... An hour, and Austin and I just sat there by ourselves with rain, like all the pallets were waterlogged, and it was just, it was a very interesting experience, but. Yeah, that date within itself was just strange, but I think the next point where I actually remember meeting you was at a spring retreat. Pretty much, that was in the fall, the group date was in the fall, right? Mm -hmm. And then we met again at uh, an event for our campus ministry. And I remember seeing Austin, and he was standing there in full Austin Oliver glory, which was like tan combat boots paired with <laughs> basketball shorts paired with like piggly wiggly tie dye t shirt. And mm. I just remember thinking, oh yeah, that's it. So that's um, the guy, right? There. Yeah, I actually have a picture of him in that outfit with one of our other friends from mm. college because I was like taking pictures of the whole retreat. So I had this like exact moment that I saw him, but he was hanging out with one of our friends trying to get my attention. So he had already spotted me. He had seen me um, get hit in the face with a volleyball earlier in the day. And that was his moment yeah. where he was like, yeah, That's glamorous. That's I'm going to marry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it from her red face. 
Yeah. Her, her lines on her yeah. face from the volleyball. Yeah. The yes, bruises. Hard. Basically, I rallied and it impressed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got to know each other that semester of college. I was really studious in college and cared a lot about my GPA. So I was in the <laughs> library all of the time. And also studying. the opposite. Right, yes. He would come into the library and sit next to me, but he would play this like bootleg version of a Pokemon game on his laptop next to me <laughs> and talk to me while he ate like Papa John's and mac and cheese and stuff. Mm, nice. So, I was in my prime. Yeah, so we basically got to know each other for like two more years, right? You told me that you liked me one of those summers, but I was like a brand new Christian pretty much, so I thought... That's maybe not the best idea for us to start dating right now. We got a lot of counsel from our ministry to sort of hit the brakes for a little while. And then my junior year of college, we started dating, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we dated for nine months. And then I ended up going to New Zealand for ministry and he went to Hong Kong. Mm. So we broke up right before that. The specifically the day before I was leaving for Hong Kong. Which, not not just right before that, the day before I was leaving to go across the world over for, the phone. A formal my bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and we like were in school, so nobody really knew. So then I left for New Zealand and somebody on our team, which Hayden went to New Zealand with me as well. And somebody on our team was like, asking about Austin and like in the airport I had to be like oh we broke up <laughs> and it was just super awkward for the whole day of travel because <laughs> everyone just didn't know whether or not they should feel bad for me they, they should, should they should not have <laughs> felt bad for me <laughs> specifically <laughs> but um then we were just friends for like what two years right a little more than that and then um a couple of new years later I guess Hayden and Emily well actually back up we went to Hayden and Emily's wedding so Hayden oh, yeah. was still a super good friend to me mm. after Austin and I broke up and was just like best pal we invited them to a thing that me and some of my friends host called Friendsgiving where we just invite lots of friends from college to reconnect and you know, spiritually bless each other, eat food, hang out pretty much. We had to drag Austin oh, there, by the way. Yeah. I had to drag Austin there. Yeah. Thank you. A, Thank you. A common theme behind our past couple of years of being in a relationship has just been orchestrated by Hayden and Emily. Mm. Because this Friendsgiving, I knew Kimmy was setting it up. And it was like the first time she texted me in a long time. I still had strong feelings for her at this point, too. Um, which I was not super stoked about. Um, but I remember Hayden and Emily literally being like, you are going to this Friendsgiving. I don't care if you want to or not. We can leave whenever you want to, but we, we are food. going. Yeah, we are going with you for sure. And I actually really liked it. We had a really good conversation for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they got married in yep. December, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, I caught you checking me out a couple of times. <laughs> we did we we danced together, right? Did I don't we remember. dance? I don't think we did. Hmm. You sat with me after your best man speech. That's what it was. Someone stole my seat while I was giving the best man speech. <laughs> Who does that? One. <laughs> Who steals the best man seat? Anyway, I had nowhere to go, so I like after I finished the speech, I didn't know where to go, and then I saw Kimmy sitting alone. <laughs> 
So she had an open seat, and I got to sit next to her, and it made me very happy. She slipped that person a 20. She was like, hey, go sit in Austin's seat. <laughs> <laughs> go sit next to me. I will not confirm nor deny that that happened. I'm kidding. Um, your dad, Austin's dad, did come up to me at y'all's wedding, though. It was really sweet to me, which made me hopeful because I feel like it's really easy to hate the ex-girlfriend. But they did not feel that way at Good all. Good thing. Which rocked, right. <laughs> so then um, y'all's wedding, and then at Christmas, both of our parents were sort of just, like, talking to us about each other, like – my parents were roasting all of my sister's ex-boyfriends <laughs> at the Christmas dinner table because what else do you discuss right. at Christmas dinner? And then they got to me and it was like this 30-minute fest and like everyone in my family went around and took a turn about how great Austin is and why. It's <laughs> like, oh, because he like mellows you out and he likes to be mm. outdoors. Mm. And like they just one by one, you know, from Graham to my sister and my mom and back. We're just all talking about Austin. And so I called him. I was like, isn't that funny? Like, my parents still talk about you and really like you. And he's like, same. Yeah. Mean, <laughs> meanwhile, in Athens, um, the same thing was going on. Maybe not talking about the exes, but my dad out of nowhere was like, Austin, I know you guys aren't dating right now and you can't see it, <laughs> but you're going to marry Kimmy one day. And I was like, Dad... You're literally crazy. <laughs> Why is, would you even bring this up? Which is funny because Austin's little brother, Aaron, had also come up to me at a homecoming event earlier that fall, or I guess late that fall. I can't remember when homecoming is. But was like, saw me across the street, walked dead across the street, like right before a homecoming parade, and was like, so when are you and my brother going to get married? And I said, you can't ask me that. Nice to see you, though. <laughs> Nice to see you, Erin. Um, so then Hayden and Emily invited us to their New Year's party. I borrowed a black sequin skirt from my friend Emily. Mm-hmm. It was looking fresh. Thought that my very intentions fresh. were very clear. Um, <laughs> alas, they were not clear. But for context, when we broke up mm. pre-Hong Kong and New Zealand, I did not want to lead Austin on in any capacity. So I was like, we're not doing this thing that people do where they break up, but it's like a break or whatever, you know, and then you just string the person along for like a year. Mm. It was not about that. So it was like very clear that if we break up, that we break up for good, which looking <laughs> back, that was playing God and not that great of an idea to say. I had really good intentions, but so he was like not in the mindset that I would be interested in him. Yeah. yeah. To clarify, <laughs> it was more so her saying that if we break up now, there is no chance that we will yeah. ever get back together. I think was closer to what you said, like ever. Yeah. I think you emphasized ever a couple of times. Yeah, yeah I've been known to be pretty absolute. And I, and, I, yeah. and I think something that's getting a little lost in Kimmy's story of how of their relationship is how like me being Austin's best friend, I knew one hundred percent for a fact. It was never going to happen again. Austin <laughs> yeah, and Kimmy. Exactly. Like their relationship was dead, done, over. Like we're at the New Year's party and she's flirting with him on the couch and they're having a great time. And then he walks over to me and my dad and my dad is like, So what's up? Is something going on with you between you two? And me and Austin are both like, No, it's literally impossible. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. And and she's like 
you're, I mean, you are flaunting yourself like, like me kind of thing. Yikes. I like no. you. <laughs> Don't say that. Not, okay, Yikes. not as aggressive, but like looking back on it, it you could tell Thank that you. you liked him and were trying to give him some clues. Yeah. Thank you. But Austin and myself had totally <laughs> shut that off as a possibility. That we just thought you were being friendly and nice, you know. Yeah. What like... am I ever friendly and nice? <laughs> well, like, Bart literally asked me at one point was like on a scale from one to a hundred, what are the odds that you guys are gonna get back together? And I was like, maybe a five, <laughs> five, ten, ten on like if I'm super lucky. Yeah, if he just did some push-ups. Yeah, or if I like flexed with my sleeves off or something like that. Uh, I even remember like testing it out because like I was catching these clues because um, I mean, she was throwing a lot of clues out, but I was like, my mind's just this going places that like she can crazy. Yeah, no, I need to be clear that Kimmy was not like, you know, being like desperate or anything like that. She <laughs> was just you. like flirting with a man yeah. that she liked. Okay, let's <laughs> just make that clear. But I remember testing it out and I remember sitting next to a chair that was also open and I put my arm around it because I was like, mm-hmm. if there's a chance, <laughs> she's going to sit in this chair. And she did. And I was like, no, it's not happening. <laughs> <There's> no <way."> <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, Emily and I are talking the next day and Emily is just like me and she is like very clear cut and concise and to the point and was like do you like Austin I was like for sure yes (laughs) but he probably doesn't think anything could ever happen because we broke up because I wanted to go to New Zealand and he wanted to go to China and Emily was like would you go to China and I was like for sure you know whatever the Lord wills because just I would say my spiritual close-handedness on that had changed a lot you know learned a lot about god's providence and all sorts of things just emotional maturity and so i was like yeah for sure but then emily was like well then you're gonna have to say something because hayden and austin are just under the impression that this is not gonna be a thing and i was like i don't know if i should do that that's not a great idea I don't want to, like, interrupt his life any more than I've already (laughs) interrupted his life. And so Austin and I were on the ride back to Knoxville because he had just moved there as well. And we were, like, 15 minutes in, and it was just, like, a silent car ride. And then I think the first question I asked you was, like, do you think I wouldn't move to China or something? (laughs) Because I just did not know what to say. But Emily was texting me and was like, you better say something (laughs) now. Right. It was like poignant accountability. Like there was no way for me to escape because we were in the car and Emily was like. And you had to tell me no if you didn't. Yeah. Texting me. Yeah. Let me give you a window into what I was thinking when she (laughs) asked me that question out of nowhere. I was still convincing myself (laughs) that what I was hearing was not exactly what she was meaning to say. So I had no idea what was happening. So I answered no. And like for the remainder of the questions, I don't know if you're going to say any of them, but for the remainder of the questions until like the big one, I was trying to convince myself that she did not want to get back together and that for some reason, like, these questions were just worded strangely. <laughs> Which was the consequence what, so of what was my the, decisions, but... What was the big question? What was the question that 
I think it was like, do you want to date again? It was like the, yeah, it was like a very clear question. Interesting. So that was just, and literally it's been like from that point on. Yeah. You know, so like it hasn't like. I told him I wouldn't date him again because he just moved and he didn't have a job yet. So I told him that we couldn't date until he had a job, basically. Um, and so it was like a month and then he got a job and you asked him to be your girlfriend and then we got engaged that we started dating in february got engaged that september yeah pretty close to that yeah in cookville which and is married in march we college. and then we got married this march yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah we like that story i know i we had our hand in that story i feel like there's so much <laughs> even more than we just said for yeah. that oh and yeah so for sure that's like the short got a lot of glory the shortened <laughs> long version the long shortened version yeah Yeah, because i remember like after i went to work after new year's when Mm -hmm. this whole thing started i was sitting at work and was just so giddy about the whole situation i like was journaling about it and i was like (laughs) if i ever get dementia and forget it i'm gonna make sure i remember (laughs) so i like wrote down the story about everything that was happening and made sure I'm holding my pen. No, it's in that journal right there. I'm pointing at the journal oh, that's yeah. in because I remember Hayden showing it to me. Like, he really did journal this whole situation. Yeah. So I feel like that was a big part of our narrative as well, was just how many of our friends and family were so excited for us mm-hmm. and so mm. supportive and encouraging in all of it as well. Because it's right. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, now that, now that we know you and mm. know who you are and know how you got together, something... Current event-wise, this whole coronavirus, COVID-19, quarantine, mm-hmm. etc., we've been seeing in the media recently, I mean, mm-hmm. some another recently, what's-her-face, Casey, Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson has gotten divorced. Like, so many celebrities have, like, really had a hard time with quarantine because, like, when you have to <laughs> spend every second with your spouse, I guess some people aren't down for it. But the funny thing is, is that... Austin and Kimmy got back from their honeymoon <laughs> and immediately had to go into court. Like, it was like everything was shutting down the week that you were gone. Mm-hmm. And then when you got back, you had to quarantine. And literally, I mean, you haven't gone to your job, have you, Kimmy? Like, the whole time. So, no. like, it's basically been quarantine marriage the entire time. So, how is that going? Like, I'm assuming it's probably pretty good because, you know, you just got married. So, yeah, can't I hate think, being together. I think it's great. Um be, yeah, like Emily was saying, we went we went on our honeymoon um, to California, and we were there for about a week. And when we came back was when, like, the whole toilet paper conundrum thing was happening. <laughs> and, like, yeah. luckily we got a gag gift for our, for our wedding that was, yeah. like, 40 rolls of toilet paper <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> because when we got back, we had just moved into our townhouse that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. And we didn't stock the fridge. We didn't stock on food or anything. So we had to, like, really scramble to get any food for our living situation. Luckily, Lord provided, and we were good on that front. But, yeah, um, I I think it's been great, like, being able to spend so much time with you. You know, like, being able to come back home from, like, a hard day at work. Nothing changed for me work-wise. I do tree work, so I'm outside anyway. Uh, but being able to come home and see you and get some hugs and kisses from you has always been nice. <laughs> Lame. Uh, Just kidding. 
Yeah, I think it's been a lot different for me, though, because Austin, not like happiness marriage-wise, that no. rocks. <laughs> Sorry. Um, because Austin's an arborist, so he, like, is outside all day and gets to leave the house. Gets his see. vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets to see yeah. his coworkers. And I started a brand new job right before we got married. Um, so I'm a graphic design contractor with the Discovery Network, which I love. I feel like I'm, I don't know thriving a lot more in this job than in my old job so that's a blessing but literally the first day back from our honeymoon I started working from home and we didn't have an office or anything set up yet so it was just like a month-long transition of me figuring out how to be by myself for like nine hours a day which wasn't yeah yeah it was a lot at first I'm pretty introverted so it's nice now but I think probably ways to cope with quarantine have been like taking walks like we've gone to a couple of the parks in knoxville a lot just to get me outside and then i'm trying to think probably like playing animal crossing or something playing a playing a lot of that (laughs) i won't lie a lot yeah um it's a good thing yeah (laughs) so i hate on a good thing yeah i feel like that's probably how we're coping with quarantine but we didn't have a sense of normal like most married couples did Mm pre-quarantine either so our our whole context in marriage has been pandemic Mm -hmm. filled so wow so i wonder if it's going assuming this ends i guess i wonder if there's going to be changes that you guys are gonna have to i don't know anyways we can no i know what you're saying yeah. yeah 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 so it's just kind of a crazy thing i think you really see who likes each other during a time like this where you're forced to spend time with each other anyways Mm. uh one thing i was wanting to ask you two because i think this is a funny question who said i love you first and how and when did it happen uh so that would be me um i was i mean i was in love with her for the two years that we were broken up, which sucked really, really bad. But when we got back (laughs) together, it was, like, totally worth it. Um, So I remember uh, we lived in the same apartment complex, like, right across the parking lot from each other. So we actually got to see each other quite a bit when we were dating. And um, I think this was only, like, a few months into dating, Right? Was it was it? like two weeks into us dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it really? <laughs> yeah, it was Yikes. quick. Well, dating officially, Yikes. I guess, if you're counting like when oh, you were yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't have a job yet, it would be like two or three months. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe it was quicker than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I was saying goodbye to her and like I had wanted to tell her, weirdly enough, I had wanted to tell her for like a while now. Mm-hmm. And um, like I just didn't see any reason in holding back in that sense because it's like we had already i was going to china i was supposed to go to china that spring um and i remember i remember talking like we had a we had a really it wasn't hard but it was like it was a deep conversation for where we were you know for sure like a very weighty i didn't feel like it was though when we had the conversation it felt really normal Mm. but i was supposed to leave and i remember having the conversation with kimmy like, if we're going to get back together, like, I'm not going to go to China and, like, we're doing this for real. Like, if we're dating, I didn't say we were going to get married, but that was, like, the thing I was pushing for. It's like, if we're getting back together, we're getting married, basically. Because, 
I'm giving up going to China in spring. And um, so, like, at that point, it was like we had already dove into everything. And I was like, why would I hold back from telling this girl that I love her? Because I do a lot. And one day or one night when I was saying goodbye outside of your apartment, I was just like, hey, I don't know if I should say this <laughs> right now, but I'm going to anyway. Normally when you shouldn't say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I addressed, like, I entered this like this. I was like, I don't know if I should, but I love you a lot, like a whole lot. And I didn't know what to say after that. So I said it back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was very yay, successful. Story. Very yeah. successful. But he had asked me to be his girlfriend in a parking lot, so it was sort of a redemptive mm. moment for sure. Because literally the second he found out he got a job, he asked me. Like, <laughs> yeah, no I hesitation. I you checked your email or something. We're like, we'd be my girlfriend. I, li- <laughs> I literally did, though. Like Here's I had, proof. Yeah. I had a phone call that day, got yeah. the email that night. We were at a coffee shop, and while I walked away from the coffee shop, I was like, hey, I got the job. Do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> Can I yeah. have the girl? But it was sort of like a Please. running joke at that point. But we were also friends for like six years before we started dating. So a lot of those nuances I feel like you have to go through for all that stuff to be appropriate. There was some comfort. Like, yeah, we are way past. So for us, I don't even want to say it, man. You have to say it. It's like, that's not, Own it. That's not bad, his story. You know, it's kind of normal. Not everything we say is embarrassing. I don't know how yeah, everything. Like, we I don't did know is if it's normal what he said, but it's at least not embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I can't. How how long was it before I told you? Um, it was about three weeks. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I and we didn't have the three years prior. The six years of being <laughs> Dang it, man! Three weeks. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, like into you knowing each other or into oh you dating? We don't have to elaborate. <laughs> yes. I love to see it. I love to see it. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Own it. Come on. You want me to tell it? <laughs> no. I, I will say, I think when I started this, so what? <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Okay. So I started, we were hanging out. We were, what were we doing? We were hanging out at your house, we whatever. We were just chilling. Yeah, we were literally just chilling, hanging out. We were listening to something. music. It was just like... And then I was like, hey, I want to play a song for you. <laughs> it was something like that, right? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you were like, can I put a song in queue? I was like, yeah, of course, for sure, you know, thinking it would be just like, you know, a just new a favorite song, song he yeah. liked. Yeah, some 90s rap. And the rap. song... Mm-hmm. See, the thong... The thong. The song isn't like a super cheesy, romantic, lovey-dovey oh, song. No. But it is best i ever had by drake (laughs) so it's not it's not a song big yikes it's not romantic it's not romantic and it wasn't like with the mood of like chill songs we were listening to it just like came on but and we were like okay the reason i played it is because i was listening to that song and it was just like this is how i feel about emily (laughs) (laughs) i mean no and so, anyways. <laughs> we no, 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 no. So that song played all the way through in its entirety. That okay, it's a very repetitive song. As yes, well. it's a long song. We were just like, like, 
that was it. Like, we were just listening to the but song. But you were loving it, too. Well, I was, of course, three weeks in. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he likes me. He really likes me. And then. I'm sweating. I know. <laughs> and then, what was the other song? Because there was another song that you actually, like. We don't have to talk about that one. That one doesn't matter. Well, we were, <laughs> we were talking about this. Like, we were listening to this other song, and Hayden just. You can keep going. Say what you said. What I just said, I love you. Or no. I can't remember how he I said, said it. I remember. <laughs> he said, hey, Emily, I think I love you, but I just don't know how yet. <gasps> like, I just no. don't know all the ways I love you yet. What? And I was just like, okay. Like, what do you say? You know, it's like three <laughs> weeks in and he says, I, I think I love you, but I just don't know all the ways yet. And I was just like, so am I your friend? Like, Am I your friend? Do you love me as a friend? What is going on? But I didn't then, say that, yes, did you I? did, hundred percent. Yes. Wow, I kind of suck. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out though. It worked out, and he. I mean, we kept saying it. We kept saying so I love when you. Is the, you said when it back? is the first time you yeah. said it? Then. I said it back then. I was like, well, I think I love you too. You know, but I didn't say I don't know all the ways in yet. What way? I just said yeah. like I love you. Well, well, the thing is, like in a situation like that. I don't even know how to explain. I just I said I think I love you, but I don't I never I don't really know at the time. I didn't know what love was. Like I, I want at that time I could picture myself being with you forever. So mm-hmm. what is that not love? This right? is a piece of Hayden's Hayden's being that should be stated right here is that Hayden just says stuff sometimes where he just like he really means it pure heartedly and like he doesn't mean anything by it. He just like truly meant exactly what he said. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of able to actually see it for that. I was just like, yeah, I love you too. Because I knew that mm. he meant that, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of a really cringy story, but best I ever had. Still a really good song. Ooh. <laughs> He's got some experience attached to that. <laughs> okay, let's move on, please, quickly. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> okay, so something fun that we did like a while back, a few weeks ago, we talked about like our favorite things about each other like the four of us literally just affirmed each other and stuff which was pretty fun but like every day you know when you're with somebody you see different things you like realize different things you appreciate different things and so today or like recently what's like your favorite thing about each other kimmy first i'm trying to think so say like favorite thing about each other like not about like marriage so far yeah favorite thing about each other I'm trying to think. I feel like one of the ones I said at the pool that I feel like I got a lens into when we were dating, but maybe not like the full picture of, but Austin is just really faithful to his friends. Like, I don't mean this in a harsh way at all, but a lot of my married friends, like their husbands only talk to them and like their parents (laughs) like they just don't push themselves because they're so content because they have a beautiful wife to like remember to have like male friendship and male accountability and that kind of thing but Austin just like really loves his friends and is like super faithful to them like if something happens in their lives he'll like call in and check on them and like I don't know like you consistently are like playing games and joking around and I feel like especially after college it's easy to just be like oh out of mind or out of sight out of mind kind of thing Mm -hmm. with their friends but he's just really loyal and really good to the friends that he has and wants to keep them which is I think very impressive 
Yay, Austin. Yay, Austin. Yay me. <laughs> Loyal friend. Okay, your turn. Um, this is my one. Well, no, this is one of my favorite things about you is that you don't try to change who I am, mm. I guess. Uh, like, you celebrate me for who I am, um, like, as your husband, as a loyal friend, um, as this nerd who loves Star Wars too much <laughs> and Dungeons and Dragons too much and, like, <laughs> plays video games all the time. Like, you've never, like... And the biggest one, Dungeons and Dragons, like... I was afraid that when you found out that I played Dungeons and Dragons, you were like, I'm not going to associate too much. with you, you are anymore. Quitting. Like that's the, that's the line. Like it is Dungeons and Dragons or me. There cannot be both. But like you were, not only did you like embrace the fact that I was like this disgusting nerd, but like you literally started playing Dungeons and Dragons as well. And it, I don't know. Like it was I, that or League, and I'm not playing League. Yeah, League, <laughs> League of Legends, not the funnest game. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I think my favorite thing is just like you've never seen some weird aspect of me. Like what the time where I was wearing combat boots, gym shorts, and hot tie-dye t-shirts. Like you accepted me as who I was then. And, like, you've made definite improvements, you know what I mean? Like, uh, right now I'm trying my best. Well, I'm learning that I don't close cabinet doors, and sometimes I do now. I've uh, out of the 12 or 14 times, uh, but... Progress. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you've only opened 12 cabinet doors? Well, it's more like out of the 12 times I open cabinet doors, it's like a 1 in 12 chance oh. that I close them. <laughs> The only utensil that he needs for pizza rolls is a plate, so it's just one cabinet. <laughs> it's bad when one I need hey, a dude. full course meal and like a cup, silverware, <laughs> and plates because they're all three different cabinets, mm, and then the rough. whole kitchen is open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess my favorite thing is, like you, you don't try to change me, even in the weird things that probably aren't like the most attractive parts. <laughs> You know? I accept you as you are, my love. I love that about you. I like you. it. Me too. Yay, Kimmy. Okay. <laughs> Ask another question. What did you say? Ask the next question. What is the next question? Which one did you ask? Because one thing we skipped, I think, is something I want to know about you two. Because this always sheds a light into a couple as well. It's similar oh, no. to, the, to the who said I love you first. But what is your biggest fight you give your side of this first <laughs> well i feel like we've had two sort of fights but mm. i just don't feel like we argue which is sort mm -hmm. of ridiculous because i am an incredibly argumentative person and we just we like disagree but we don't fight I would say the only two times I can remember that we were ever short with each other or like weird was when we first got engaged. I was just like super overwhelmed planning our wedding because I have divorced parents. So like figuring out all of those things and how to honor everybody and do the budget and do it in six months and 
make sure that it was Christ-centered and not focused on all this stuff. Because I used to work making wedding invitations, and so I had to go to Pridal shows twice a year. So you just see a lot of, like, the vanity and the waste behind weddings that doesn't really matter. So I felt like I put more pressure on myself to make sure the way that we planned and executed our wedding was really holy and really joyful. So I like made a binder and was trying to like get a grip probably at the very beginning. And I was like talking to Austin about all the things that I was worried about. And I think it really overwhelmed him. (laughs) Yeah, because she bought this wedding planner that had like things that you need to do by this time in your engagement it's like and, a checklist. at the very end it was literally a checklist of everything you needed to get done and it was stressing kimmy out and one she loved she quote unquote loves planning and I she do, was getting quote, stressed quote. out about this <laughs> i hate planning with every fiber of my being like she <laughs> she gave me the opportunity to plan our a honeymoon. I think the only thing that I did was find one place that I thought was cool looking, <laughs> and that was it. No restaurants, nothing. Right? <laughs> like when I and I had my six honeymoon. months to do that. Yeah, like I planned my honeymoon, made it the easiest I could. We're going on a cruise where <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. you need to do is there. Pay at one point, and then you're literally done. You yeah. don't have any responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I hate planning. Then I see a checklist of, I think around 60 different things and in my mind it's like i don't give a crap what we do for our (laughs) wedding we're getting married that's all i care about i think that was the important which me too yeah but you still got to feed people (laughs) yeah yeah anyways we were like talking about it essentially and it was funny because he was like why do we care about these things and i was like what's weird is i don't but that doesn't mean they don't have to be executed you know and i really wanted to be super responsible just with money and with people's feelings. And so he like got upset and like left my apartment and then like immediately came back and was like so apologetic about it. And it was like the first <laughs> like time I think he had ever like really hurt my feelings probably. Wait, so but what did we, he like, actually do? He was just was like, this doesn't, like this stuff is so stressful and you're just doing it to yourself. Oh, okay. And then just yeah. like, didn't storm out by any means, but just like sort of failed mm-hmm. and then immediately came back was like i never should have loved you when you were sad i was like <laughs> no you shouldn't have <laughs> um but that i feel like that wasn't a fight it was just like yeah yeah I, yeah i left because like i'm i'm also stressed out mm-hmm. and as her future husband this was like the first stressor that we had since we were engaged so i was yeah. like i'm not like i'm not equipped or capable of like calming her right now. I have no idea what to say. She's stressing herself out because we have this giant list that she swears is helping. But <laughs> in my eyes, it is creating this giant wedge in our relationship right now immediately. Like this is, we opened the package 45 minutes prior to this. And he's very overwhelmed. Like I had no idea what to say to her because I hate planning already. And like, I didn't know what to say, and she just, like, escalated to getting super stressed out. I was also, and I was like... He's being really hard on himself. I need to leave because I (laughs) I can't say anything helpful right now. And, in fact, I'm, like, I keep saying, like, let's just elope because none of this matters. (laughs) And I know that's not helpful. So I just left, and I was, like, I remember the door closing and be like, 
what have I done? Like, I literally just abandoned my future wife so while myself. she's crying on the couch. So and I, I'm not I a huge right crier, so when I do cry, it is, like, stressful for uh-huh. everyone to witness. It's awful. Yeah, so anyway, so that was, like, that. nah, it was fine. He was being hard on himself. I was being hard on myself. It wasn't really a fight, but it wasn't helpful. And then the only other thing was, like, a week ago, I was, like, backing into the parking spot at our new townhouse that we love. Ooh, backing in. Yeah. She has a backup camera. Fancy. And um, Austin Cheer. swore that I was about to hit Leonard, his truck, and I did not. Hit his truck. Now. And we parked and everything was fine. I'm not going to mm-hmm. concede this because I still think I'm right. Um, her backup camera, like any other backup camera, shows exactly like directly behind her. But it <laughs> obviously does not show past the corners. Right. Which was the part of her vehicle that was about to wreck into my vehicle. <laughs> was the corner of my truck, which she had already passed, was about to rub up against the side of her vehicle. So she couldn't see it. Because she was focused on the backup camera. So I was like, babe, you're literally about to hit my truck. You need to stop. (laughs) And then she looked at me with these dead eyes. And I was like, what? You were about to hit my truck. I saw you were literally half an inch. And she stopped. And I was like, okay. You didn't hit my truck. She's like, yeah, you're right. I didn't. And, and walks I, inside I probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly what and, I did. And I was like, yeah, you didn't because I stopped you <laughs> before you literally ruined both of Anyways, our vehicles. We're not Leonard opening this have, one. Yeah, Leonard doesn't have I'm any right. extra dents. He has all the dents he had before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it was funny because, because I, I like, something. He was walked into the back and was like, are we going to be mad about this he was like well you almost hit leonard so (laughs) no i was way more worried so my truck has scratches it's missing paint it's starting to rust it has a dent from where my mom backed up into my truck it's still there from six years ago i was way more worried about this giant giant scratch that was like all the way alongside of her (laughs) car so i stopped her where am i like am i supposed to not say anything and just let it happen. I don't know. It Apparently, hurt my I am. pride. <laughs> I'm a good driver. You are. I, I'll admit, you are a better driver than I am. That's all I needed. Yep. There we, we are. Move on. All right. Next question. <laughs> well, I think like our my our one mistake fights. brought to the spotlight. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry. We, we never mistake. really have like <laughs> Emily and I never really have big fights. We just have little things that like we'll get little frustrated with each other and then don't talk to each other for an hour Mm. (laughs) well it's just because i get annoyed because i have the like shortest like i'm so moody i have like a really short temper but i don't get mad i just get annoyed so it's like hayden will say something like i said earlier he doesn't mean anything by it but he'll say something that annoys me and i'm like he doesn't even notice that he annoyed me because he's so pure-hearted he just like thinks that I took it the way that he meant for me to, but of Mm. course I didn't. And so I'm like, I'll just get mad and sit for a second. And then once I realize that he meant it in a normal way, I'm like, okay, well, I can't be mad because he's like, he's fine. He just knows (laughs) when I'm mad and he'll just sit in silence when he he knows I want to be silent. (laughs) It's funny. You like say that I'm pure hearted stuff. You are. And like in the situations you say it, it just makes me feel like I'm... What was that? Siri. <laughs> Sorry. It just, uh, it makes me feel like when you say, oh, he's just pure hearted, so he didn't mean it that way. It's almost like 
how you say a toddler is pure hearted. <laughs> he's just dumb. He just doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, he's just stupid. He doesn't know. He did. He messed up. He doesn't know. Well, he, you just have a lens where you're just like, you say what you mean and you don't like, you would never mean anything harmful towards me, but like sometimes it annoys me. Mm-hmm. And we fight. We, that's our fight. It's just me getting really annoyed for like 10 <laughs> well, minutes. Yesterday morning. What was it? We were going on a... No. I was trying to get you to yeah. go on a bike ride. And, and I was really tired, and I was laying in bed, and I didn't want to get up. And her butt was sore from the previous From the day yet, but prior that he made me go on a ride. And so I was like, okay, you know, I, I went on a ride yesterday. And today, you know, I'm just sitting in bed. I'm really wanting to just relax all morning. And then Hayden's like, well, you know, you don't have to go if you don't want to. And I, you know, we don't have to go ride and blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Okay, just get up. Let's just go. We're just going. We're going on the bike ride. And I just got out of bed. I got ready. I was like, shut up. We're going. Stop. Stop. Just come on. We're yeah, going. Yeah, and I, I, the reason I was like saying she didn't have to is because I had a very, very fun time riding bikes with her the prior day. And if she's going to ex- so totally hate this experience and I'm never going to get to go ride bikes with her again, then I want to avoid that as much as possible. <laughs> Pure hearted. There it is. Yep. He was just like, you know. I was like, please don't go if you don't want to because I want you to go next time. <laughs> and I was just like, I was so annoyed that he was just like, oh, well, you know, and I was just like, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to just sit here and relax. So I might as well get up and go ride freaking bikes. Let's go. Come on, get up. Okay. So it wasn't really a fight, but. Yeah. So what is something like you, Austin and Kimmy, what have you learned about your partner, your significant other, your spouse, that you didn't know about them prior to marriage? Give, give a good and a bad thing. You can go first on this one, okay. unless you want me to. I feel like, I don't know. I guess something I didn't know about you, positive-wise and bad-wise. I'll do bad first because I feel like that's easier. Yeah, let's start bad. I didn't know (laughs) how many odd pairs of random colored basketball shorts Mm. you own and wear wear around the house. Mm -hmm. Like what I've found out about Austin is his taste is incredible. He has really good taste in clothes, in music, in furniture, in basically everything. When we did our wedding registry – Everything that I would have picked out, I would, like, let him choose the option, and it was exactly what I would have wanted. Um, that makes it sound like I have a good taste. But basically, <laughs> just, like, I wouldn't guess that he had that sort of, like, detective eye for what looks nice, but he really does. But he will also just use whatever he has had. and will Since not, fourth grade? Yeah, yeah. since, like, yeah. sixth grade, mm. and he won't buy anything new. Even though, like, he could. So he comes with a stash of basketball shorts, like, red, purple... Right, but he got rid of a lot of his stuff when we, like, moved into our townhouse as well. It's not like he's just, like, a hoarder. It's just, like, he'll utilize whatever he owns, even if he maybe wants a new thing. It's just, like, a weird. I have, like, one pair of basketball shorts, and I never wear them because every time I do, Emily just makes so much fun of me. She's like, you can't wear those. She, like, records videos of me and, like, she's... (laughs) dying laughing in the video and i'm like what i'm just wearing a pair of shorts let me out. it's not like i'm going anywhere i'm sitting on the couch watching tv i'm like do you not want to dress up to look nice for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so. well it's because the waistband is like all the way like it's like they're so old that they just like have 
like picks all in the basketball. They're like it's like bacon strips around <laughs> my waist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your good? Let's my hear about good. the good. I love finding out more about Austin's pipe dreams. You know, we all have pipe dreams that we wouldn't <laughs> normally tell someone just offhandedly, but you discover it the more you get to know someone, like mm. the secret dreams or like talents that they might have. So like I, for example, like I would love to write a book. Will I probably ever do that? No. But I feel like Austin's, like, been talking to me lately about doing, like, voice acting and things like that. We've been playing <laughs> D&D with some of our really good friends, like, every other week. And he, like, confided that in me. So sorry I'm telling everyone. But <laughs> <laughs> hello, world. Well. But I just, like, it was funny because he told me that. And I was, like, immediately, like, let's get you, like, voice acting lessons for Christmas. Like, I could totally see you doing that, like. I don't know. It's just like the fun part about being married is you just get to see these new hobbies and interests and talents that you thought you already knew when you were dating, but it's just like at a higher level. And I love that. I love finding out about the other things that Austin is interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Voice acting is (laughs) a newish thing that I've been interested in because I'm the uh, we just started a D&D campaign with some of our Knoxville friends, and I'm the dungeon master. Ooh. So I'm like, yeah, Nerd. pretty crazy, pretty <laughs> crazy dungeon master. But, like, I've been able to, like, explore more voices and stuff and, like, more accents and, like, more personalities. And it's actually been so, so fun. So one night I was like, I totally enjoy creating these characters in my mind and, like, playing out their personalities like, why would I not want to be a voice actor? So, yeah, I talked to her about it. And it was just another one of those things where I thought she was going to be like, that's kind of dumb. Like, that's <laughs> a big yikes. <laughs> but she wasn't. She was the exact opposite. She was like, I mean, we could, like, invest in some voice acting lessons. Like, no questions asked. I was like, oh, okay. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would love that. Um, but my, is it negative first? Am I going yeah, let's do negative? negative. Mm-hmm. Um my negative thing is that you will come up to me sometimes. Like, I remember one specific time, this is right after we got married. You came up to me one day and you had like those, like, like little sad eyes. And you were like, Hey, I just bought a game on Steam that was $8 and I feel really bad about it. And I was like, What do you mean? What do you feel? But like, she was literally asking me if it was okay for her to buy an $8 video game on Steam. It was The Sims 4 Tiny Living Edition, so it was completely unnecessary. And in my mind, I'm like the exact opposite. I'll literally go buy like a $170 set of Dungeons & Dragons books just because I want to. Oh my, how is that not his negative? (laughs) Yeah, come on. It should be, it really should be. I have a- talked about it. It's not a huge problem, because it's not like Uh every week I'm going out and spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on stuff that I don't use. He doesn't make a lot of purchases, but the purchases he does make have to be run by me because they're (laughs) usually large. So we set a rule like to cover that where it's like $90 and above. Let's talk to each other. And she still, she still asked me if she can buy like a dollar 50 stuff or like we go to big lots and she sees this little like envelope mailbox thing. Mm. We went there Five or six times to Big Lots, and each time she walked by it was like, I want that so bad. It was like $10. <laughs> it was $20. And I was like, And I was like, babe, just get it. 
I got Just it on it. clearance like <laughs> six weeks later. Yeah. After six weeks of going back and forth. Anyway, that's a negative because you just need to buy, you make more money than I do. You just need to buy what you want because you're <laughs> no. more fiscally responsible than I am. Maybe that's why she shouldn't buy it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, she should. Like, we should set a bottom make... rule if it's under a certain price. You don't ask about it. <laughs> don't talk to me about it, please. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't make, like, just like you shouldn't make food have emotional value. I shouldn't make, like, small regular purchases have emotional value. Yeah. It's like buy some. But I grew up with, like, a Dave Ramsey mom. Like, money in envelopes. Mm. Like, mm. steward your money. Don't be wasteful kind of thing. So. Yeah, make sure he doesn't burn the bank on 99-cent iTunes songs. Yeah. Like, oh. I don't have to talk to her about them, so I'm going to buy 1000 <laughs> Yeah. Because yeah. only 99 cents. <laughs> <laughs> um, iTunes, yeah. One, uh, one positive thing that I didn't think would ha- actually happen is how much time you let me spend playing video games and, like, not worry about it. But, like, more than that, you'll also play video games for that same time Mm. you know what i mean so like you understand that my a lot of my pastime and my time for like physical rest can come from playing video games with some of my friends and like you've never questioned it i don't want you to feel bad about it though i mean every once in a while i'll be like hey like dinner time let's like sit and eat together yeah and then we can do that yeah i just always thought like never thought You've always told me that you play, like, you're a gamer and stuff like that. And I never believed it until I actually got married to you and you're, like, playing a, a ton of Animal Crossing and Sims and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played in two weeks, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah. I cool. guess, like, that freedom of playing as many video games as I want, but also playing yours. And yep. I haven't probably didn't expect that. Cool. Well, I think we're getting ready to wrap up our episode nine. And what we like to do when we close out our episodes is share our withhelds, um, which withhelds are just positive, two positives and a negative thing that your partner did during the week um, that involved you. And so how about you guys being our guests Give it a shot. I'm interested to know what your guys' withhelds are for each other. And Emily will do ours and close out the episode. Um, I will go first, since you went first last time. Um, Sandwich them. Positive, negative, okay. positive. So I'll get this one out of the way. So I had already written these two positives and the negative down before this conversation. And one has already been kind of covered. So um, just how supportive... Because the whole... Um, like the whole voice acting thing just happened in the past like week and a half. It hasn't been like a very long conversation. So just how supportive in that like half unrealistic dream that I have of becoming a voice actor. Like, <laughs> like you've not only just accepted that I'm weird, but that you've provided an idea to get to that goal, you know? So that's a huge positive is just how supportive especially lately that you've been in weird dreams and stuff. Um, so the negative, and this is more my fault, because if I just closed the cabinet doors, you would not constantly re- remind me that I need to close them. But <laughs> a couple of nights ago, like you had, I mean, hard cleaned the entire house because your parents were coming over and, and staying the night. 
um, and you just deep cleaned everything. And I felt really bad because I'm kind of messy sometimes. Mm. But um, I had cooked some ramen noodles with some chicken strips and stuff like that. And I did a, I mean, dude, I made sure this was right after she cleaned everything. Her parents had already left. And I was like, I'm going to keep this kitchen clean. I'm going to do my best. I will wipe down the counters. I will wipe down the stovetop. I will clean all of my dishes and the pans. And I did well. I cleaned it so good. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so proud of myself because I don't normally clean that thoroughly. And I need to start doing it. And like she comes back. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know if you were hanging out with some friends or what, but you came back and like the whole kitchen was clean, just like you left it. And then the first thing you were like, and then I look over and you were pointing at one cabinet door that was open. And I was like, it literally made me want to cry because I tried, I tried so hard. I tried so hard to please you in cleaning up the kitchen, just like you left it. I try. I mean, like I looked for everything, every crumb, every grease splatter. And then I leave. I'm like, I did such a good job. And then she comes back. And she comes back and points out one bad thing, and it's the cabinet door being open. I'm like, I can't do anything right. I every day I can't I come, do anything right. Like, I, or every day I wake up for work and go downstairs, and all of the cabinet doors are open. And it had been something we had like talked about. I was like, can you please just shut the cabinet doors? And so I apologized, though. I really, I did. So yeah. I'm sorry I didn't notice you cleaning all those things. That was really nice. Well, it's less about like noticing and giving me praise. <laughs> it's more so how happy I was about the fact that I finally cleaned yeah. really well after myself and then it still wasn't good. Yeah, enough. I pooped on your parade. Yeah, it was, sure. I felt so like I almost, I had tears in my eyes. I felt really bad yeah. about it. He was like sitting at the dining room table and I went to the living room to watch TV and I turned around because he hadn't said anything to me in like 20 minutes, which is highly unusual he'll take a break maybe every five or ten minutes to get attention from me to like get a kissy or a hug or just like eye contact to make sure that like he he knows that I know that he's there (laughs) (laughs) and he hadn't done that in a little while and I look back and he was just like sitting there like chin down I am hurt (laughs) open mouth frown and I was just like I'm sorry (laughs) like you did a good job but, yeah, I'm sorry. And to sandwich it, my last positive, <laughs> I had such a rough two weeks at work because mm-hmm. it was like the first couple of weeks had been of just being hot and humid and just absolutely disgusting outside. And I hated, I literally hated work for two weeks straight, hated going into work, and I hated how tired I was coming home from work. And I just like, I thought about switching jobs so many times during that two weeks, but uh, Kimmy, you just did an amazing job of not discrediting me when I was like complaining about work or like telling you that I'm just like super tired and I just need rest or I need a break from work or something. And you didn't discredit it, but you like met it with a lot of positivity and you always told me how proud of me you were for still going into work and like making money and like doing my job well and it made it so much better to go through those couple of weeks because I I don't like I really think I would have quit if you weren't like that positive like I think I would have left one of those mornings especially like there was one that was specifically super hard 
And I think I would have just gone home and not like not come back to my job mm-hmm. if you weren't as positive and supportive as you were. Thanks for not quitting. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay, Austin. You can't buy your $170 D&D books if you quit your job. Well, I already bought them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my first positive as well. It's just like being encouraged by your diligence and going to work this week, even though you've been super discouraged and sort of just like freaking over how hot it is. And just like, I don't think people really, people complain about how hard their jobs are or like how sick of it they are or whatever. But it's like manual labor just takes a different sort of like physical strength out of you, you know? And so I just was encouraged that you or, like, getting up on time every day when it would be easy to, like, sleep in and call out or, I don't know, like, all the things, I don't know, I like, that I did when I didn't want to go to school in middle school, you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. my tummy hurts. <laughs> like, you just didn't do any of that. You just kept going even though it was hot and even though you've, like, some of your coworkers have moved that were your favorites and you're having to, like, train new people. I just have been very encouraged by your diligence in your job. Um, and then, speaking, I guess I'll do my negative in between that. Um, Austin said that he would fold some laundry this week. Mm-hmm. We have like a really big laundry problem because we have six baskets. So we just never feel like we have to do <laughs> oh my laundry because he'll just fill up all of the six baskets <laughs> instead of the one that I bought for us to use. Because we used a bunch to like move and then uh-huh. I was just going to get rid of them, but they have stayed. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of laundry. It took me about two hours to fold and hang it all and put mm. it away and I just didn't even iron I just put that stuff up the way it was but Austin said he was gonna fold it for me and I got really excited but it ended up being really good because I had a really sort of depressed day and I like will sometimes like work out while I fold on G or like do squats or whatever just to like make myself feel better and so I ended up getting to like fold it and put it away and it was like a really nice introverted moment by myself because I had done a lot this week especially like after having our parents and stuff it was just it ended up being really nice I felt so bad about it because I don't know what happens in my brain like literally I was like babe don't worry about that laundry I'll take care of it like I'm gonna <laughs> fold it this time even though it's a bunch and I don't want to I'm gonna fold it and you don't have to worry about it just go hang out with your friends go do whatever um, when you come back, this is going to be folded. But then I told you to take a Sabbath, and you did. Yeah, but then, like, so I took a break for sure and was able to rest. But immediately after she left, what I had said had completely left my brain. Like, I totally, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, I walked downstairs sure. and forgot what I said 30 <laughs> minutes second or 30 <laughs> seconds before. And uh, I started, like, planning for D&D, started playing video games. And at that point, it's like, I have no hope of remembering anything <laughs> that I said. Well, she and then, had also touched, like, wet dishes, which aren't his thing, and, like, had ugh. taken out some really disgusting trash wet and, like, dishes. had cleaned the kitchen. So I don't mean, like, Austin doesn't hold his weight because he does. It was just one of those things where I was like, Mom, I didn't, I didn't deliver. <laughs> and I'm still upset about you it. You liar. Or, yeah, I lied to my, I lied to my innocent, beautiful wife. You will have plenty of opportunities for redemption. Ooh. Mm. Um, and then my other positive was just, like, how uh, well Austin does at planning for our D&D campaigns. I love D&D now. Like, he makes it seem like it's just such an out-there weird thing, but it's not for me. Like, I watch Korean dramas on the reg and have since I was, like, 12. So Austin always, like, comes at me with hobbies and things. He's like, is this weird? And I don't know how to be, like, 
I know the plots to a lot of Korean dramas. <laughs> so no, it is not weird to me. Um, but he just like has been watching YouTube and like planning really well and doing these incredible voices. And he just makes the experience really fun for all of us. And like he bought each of us a pair of dice and just like, I don't know. You're just really good at it. It just makes the whole event seem really special and it makes it like quality time with our friends. We're, mm. We like have funny memories and stuff. So you've done a really good job being the, the dungeon master. Thank you. Yay. Lucky me, I'm married to him. I'm, I am also. a kind and benevolent dungeon master. Yikes, <laughs> yikes, yikes, yikes. <laughs> you want me to go next? Uh, yeah, you go first, girl. Okay. My withhelds for Hayden. Are we ready? Yes. I am. Okay. The first one is I is have... Positive? Yes, positive. I have a song that I love, and Hayden refound it this week. And it got stuck in his head for like three days straight. Mm. And the guy who sings it has like a really beautiful voice. And I've said it on here before that Hayden has a really beautiful voice. And I know that this is <laughs> this is like the actual definition of a withheld, which I rarely do. But there was a moment and I knew I couldn't say it in the moment. That's why I didn't say it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't let me say it. But he was. So the song is. The song is Brother by Matt Corby, and oh. Hayden had it stuck in his head, so, you know, he would, like, kind of sing it under his breath every once in a while, or, like, you know, it, it was, like, obviously stuck in his head, and he just, like, belted out a part of it, and it sounded so good, and I was just like, Hayden, <laughs> sounds so good. I wish you would <laughs> sing for me. You're making me blush. I know. <laughs> well, it was, like, it was a moment where I was like, I can't say anything because then he'll stop singing, so I couldn't say anything, so I'm withhold withholding it with withholding it until right now oh hmm. it was really sounded so good Weird. and no one will know but me <laughs> okay or we'll listen to that song after this okay um okay my negative is like my negative is not negative i just couldn't think of anything it's really selfish so hayden <laughs> has this thing about him where he has a lot of things that he gets really interested in and really into and he just like cannot like do anything except for think about these things mm. <laughs> and so it goes from you know one thing to the next and it's very quick moving and like he can lose interest pretty quickly but he always without doubt wants me to get involved in all of them like every new video game every new like little thing and it's like really 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 sweet because it's like he just really wants me to be involved and I don't like video games and I don't play them. <laughs> and like, but the thing recently has been bike riding, which I like bike riding. Okay. Yay. So I'm not saying that I don't like it, but I will say he doesn't do the best job of being interested in the things that I'm interested in. That was my negative. It's like, he's not good. He wants me to get involved in everything, but doesn't want to get involved with what I like to do. Mm. So, fair. yeah, that's very true. I know. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like, what exactly is. What do you want me to get involved in? We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, my uh, my last one is just I love hearing Hayden's, like, mind. Like, I love hearing how he, like, processes things and, like, how his mind works and just, like, processing deep theological or deep, like, things. I love hearing you have conversations with people about that. Mm. It's, like, really nice and fun. Thank you. Because you're good and smart. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. I Let me have it. it. Come on. <laughs> um, so my first positive withheld 
is that you were so fun to ride bikes with the other day. <laughs> so, the other two days. Let's not right. forget I made yeah. us get up yesterday. Yeah. So I have this. So when we were riding the other day, I took a little Snapchat of just like a video of me holding my phone up with her in the background. And she just does this little wave and has the biggest smile on her face. And it's like giving me, it gives me so much joy. I've watched it probably 200 times. <laughs> I, mean, I literally just watch it on repeat because it's so cute. You like, she's not super good at riding her bike yet. <laughs> no, <I'm not. laughs> so she can't really ride with one hand. Me. Her bike is too big. Yeah. We're using my mom's bike. She, Emily is like an Oompa Loompa. It's very short. Ooh. Um, <laughs> a sorry. very cute Flattering. Oompa Loompa. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're not like an ugly little orange Fat. <laughs> Yeah, just small. I'm, I'm just sorry. short. You're yeah. Short. yeah. Why did you just say short? I'm, as you know, I have my toddler purity. Yeah. I did not mean anything. I as you know, short. I'm excused from what yeah. I said. I, yeah. I have I, immunity. I didn't mean it in a negative way. Um, oh anyway, gosh. she's short, so it's too small. But so she can't ride very well with one hand either because mm. she hasn't doesn't have a lot of bike experience but in that little video she mustered up all of her balance to just give a quick little hand off the bike i worked my hardest <laughs> for that wave yes hand off the bike and then she slapped it down and i'm thinking <laughs> that she was just cheesing so hard because she was so proud of herself because she was able to ride <laughs> for two seconds <laughs> one hand. but it just is like so pure and amazing i love it and i'm very thankful that you have been riding bikes with me this week very fun for me um, my negative, uh, ooh, this is like, like, I'm afraid to say this, like I am a lot of my withhelds because it just shines a light on how imperfect I am as a partner, but sometimes you will act like irrational and angry about a situation that warrants, I mean, it warrants some like positive reinforcement because I'm your husband. But, like, I'm not, like, sometimes I'm just not going to allow you to be irrational about something because it, you're you're mad about it for no reason. And when I, like, don't condone it, when I either... I get mad. When I, yeah, like, when I don't <laughs> acknowledge what you're feeling is You don't good, validate my feelings. Yeah, it's like I'm just either going to not acknowledge it because it's... I don't want to, it, it's bad. <laughs> or I either try to like, hey, maybe we shouldn't think of it like this because maybe this is a situation. And I'm like, that. uh. And then you just like get so mad at me because I'm not supportive. But like. I just like walk away, storm yeah. out. Yeah. And so I know I should be, I should be like very supportive and be like, yeah, I know it's. No, uh, I'm the, wrong. Our dog smells really bad. It's <laughs> or something like oh, I'm really sorry the bed is messed up or there's hair in the bed. I get it. It's annoying. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. And so when you get mad at me for not being... Support, I understand what you're you saying. Know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, anyways, mm -hmm. it's not a good negative because you've been so great. So okay. it's the only thing I could really think <laughs> And it's more of a me negative. Anyways, last positive. Um, there have been so many times this week at work and... It, it's it's a shame that this is an expected thing for me three days a week is that you wake up and will make me breakfast at six thirty seven in the morning you'll get me a little breakfast make my lunch because like nobody knows this really about me because they aren't my roommate but <laughs> i wake up 
15 minutes before I have to leave to work just because I'm getting every ounce of sleep that I can. And then there is no time wasted at home. I'm brushing my teeth while I pee. I'm in the shower. It's like He has every... like a nine-minute routine that's like in and out. Yeah, and so when I have to make my own breakfast or pack a lunch, like there's a 60% chance I'm like, oh, well. 90% chance. I have to do more than grab a can of soup off the shelf so i'm just not going to eat lunch today and i'll just walk out the door and so the fact that you will take that time in the morning while you could be sleeping should be sleeping to serve me it's really amazing and i do acknowledge and appreciate that you (laughs) do that for me because i'm not hungry at work when you do that (laughs) stuff (laughs) but anyways uh that that about wraps it up that was episode nine eight episode eight of hamill talk we had Wonderful nine. guests. Yeah, it's nine. it's nine. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's been a while, but uh, we appreciate it. we had Austin and Kimmy, our best buddies, um, and thank you all for listening.